Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We've got another great hour ahead here, and I think we're going to get to one of your favorite artists, oh, right? come on now. So, I, you know, I've got just, um, I don't have Google alerts or anything for the Rolling Stones or Mick Jagger, but let's just say <laughs> I like to check in on Dolly, Cher, and Mick every day, okay? <laughs> of course. Those, every day. Every day I check in on their Insta or Twitter, like Dolly today. I mean, she's such an amazing woman you know she puts out today i love you as you are and it's just a picture of her and i Aww. mean she's just she's just everything and you know Cher sometimes stresses me out when i go to her thing because she's always wearing her heart on her sleeve about something you know politics yeah or tragic that's going on but I, and then mick i just want to know you know he posts so infrequently I think you were gone when he took his dig at Harry Styles, which was very oh, unbecoming. It wasn't a dig. I read the whole thing. <laughs> it was not a dig. Felt like a dig. Well, it mm-hmm. might have felt like a dig, but it really wasn't a dig. He told you? Yes. That's right. <laughs> he certainly did. He called you up and he said, read the whole, have you read the I'm whole, being maligned. The whole interview. I know it. Oh, that was awesome. Um, anyway, just. You know, like Mick Jagger earlier today when I checked in on him today, he he rolled over and you said, Mick, no, he he tweeted a picture. <laughs> Happy birthday, Charlie. We miss you. Oh, that's Aww. today. Charlie Watts would have been 82. And it's just an f- amazing Aww. picture of the two of them. Um, because, I mean, let's face it. The Rolling Stones is the band that never broke up. They've had their yeah. fats. But they never broke up. And you too. I I yeah. thought about them as Yeah, but I don't Kurt doesn't either. We've had a fight about this. What? Whether they can even be in they the same be room the with same... the Rolling Stones. No, they can't. They're in <laughs> tier two down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Tier two. <laughs> yeah. They're in the B list of their music <laughs> groups. But anyway, so they've kicked off the European leg of the tour that we saw. Well, I don't know if you saw, but last fall when they were here. I watched the oh, yeah. video mm. of the kickoff of the tour. In Europe? Yes. Today in Madrid? I watched it yesterday. Oh, oh you did? Okay. So the song that they play is a song that I had forgotten that I liked of theirs. They've never played it in concert. It's a song called um, Out of Time, and they took it out of the music grave because it was recorded in 66 and then added to a later album down the road, but they've never performed it. So Mick, um, you know, maybe just because, you know, 
Charlie. Maybe, maybe he he's feeling this, out of time. And maybe he feels like maybe Charlie really liked this song or something. And it was his birthday. I don't know. But here's a little bit. And then Mix, you know, speaking a little Spanish. <laughs> So if we and we posted this in case it's you'd funny like to see that it. I did watch this oh, not good. knowing I would come and you would talk about it today. Oh, he looked really hot. Oh my gosh! Okay, go ahead. Bueno, bueno. Tocamos, tocamos esta canción por la primera vez, por la primera vez. Vamos a ver. Doing his little hand thing. Yeah. Now he's about to get ready to do the jam here. He's pumping the crowd up right now. And he never performed this song. With his like tank top and his loose silk shirt over it. I'm dressed like Mick Jagger today. You are. I've got a bomber jacket on. Just imagine Lori dancing across from me right now because that's what's happening. <laughs> Love that song. I'd forgotten about that song and I just thought, oh, how cool for the people of Madrid. And then Mick Jagger in a Spanish accent sounds British still. But he yeah. got the uh, at the end. Eh? You know how the inflection, like he had that part of the language. He had good coaching or he, he knew very, it. He very, very, you know. I mean, Stephanie, I know how to say how much is it in several languages quite well. <laughs> Ikura. That's Japanese. I know how to say it. Uno mas cerveza, por favor. I can always order drinks. But like, yeah. you got to get that inflection up, like, a, like, a, yeah. like Japanese always say, like when they're talking to, hey, hey, ah, uh, you know, there's a lot of that, and then uh, like in the Norwegian, Swedish countries, you know, the luli, the way the up and down of their cadence, yeah. You know, there's, there's just all these. Lori! So I just was impressed with Mix doing his, you know, Spanish inflection correctly at the end. Very impressive. I could listen to him all day. Usted. Anyway. Usted. <laughs> que horas? You know, I took Spanish like three years in a row and had to quit each time. Yeah, I begged my oh. dad uh, finally. I said, Dad, you've been taking Spanish lessons for 15 years. I don't know that anyone is more terrible at Spanish. You've spent <laughs> so much time. It's kind of unbelievable that you're not any better. And you spend two months in Mexico. You'd think you'd get good at while you're there. Yep. Yeah. No. No. He kind of does this uh, pigeon English uh <laughs> Situation, Spanish, yeah, situation. Spanglish. Spanglish, and uh, yeah, I'm just like, I think he did finally get tired of not getting, you know, you can never get your ears to match the speed in which someone speaks their native language. That, yeah, I think that's is for always, sure. That's always our, it's like my ears are, do, are, they do not move as slow as they need to. My brother-in-law <laughs> lives in Montreal, and when he speaks French yes, in a bakery or a store, they just reply in English. Yes. yes. <laughs> they just don't even Same. like, in Iceland, we're not doing this, Iceland friend. Too. They're just like, no, no, I no, don't worry. They just reply. Yep. Right. They don't say anything. They just start replying in English yeah. still. And he's lived there 25 years. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Are, are you ready to give uh, I am. random food thoughts? I am. Us? Okay, very good. We're with Stephanie Hansen from Weekly Dish. And um, thank you for being here today, Stephanie. We'll oh, be yes. Right back. All right, Stephanie. You're ready. I am ready with some random, and I mean 
random okay. food things. Okay. okay. Did you know that <laughs> probably not peaches <laughs> and nectarines can be fermented to make booze? <laughs> <laughs> It's true. It's true. Well, Lori, it is true and delicious. And I don't know what it means to ferment, and I hope it doesn't involve yeast. I hate that. Well, sort of. It makes its own yeast. Oh, it does. Okay. Uh, They're essentially the same fruit. They are. Then why do they get called the different names? Because they are made up of the same genes, and the genes that are dominant in peaches are recessive in nectarines, and that's what gives it the fuzzy fuzzy. skin. But they're essentially the same fruit. Yeah. Which I think is interesting. That kind of is. But I, you know what, I... That's why I prefer nectarines over peach, unless they're those one good little peaches that come out like once a year that you can get up north. I don't know what they're called, but they're so sweet and all yellow and kind of small. The, oh, that are they little like donuts? I don't know what they are. They're the, are the most Colorado amazing peaches. peaches. Yes, okay. maybe that's what they are. Did you get them up in Ely? They truck Ely, them in. Duluth. Okay. Yeah, I love those, but I don't like the hair on a regular peach. Some people get creeped out by the hair. Bleh, so that, that, bleh. It's sort of like eating your upper lip. Yes, it's just, <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, we had a girl. And I must have had a bad experience as a kid to have such a visceral still. Or to you made state. out with a guy pre-puberty. Or I no, I didn't. Mm, I didn't. Surprising, actually. Yeah, I know. I didn't get a kiss until I was in eighth grade, oh, okay. and then it was so terrifying that I post. I didn't kiss again until that was the your end first of kiss. Grade. Was yeah. eighth grade? Oh. oh yeah, no, Lori, you were a late bloomer. <laughs> but she, bloomed. I had she an Air really Force did. dad. <laughs> oh well, he was oh, yeah. a young dad who probably looked scary as heck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, and he knew what boys were thinking. I mean, he taught us how to knee. A boy in the yeah. groin I, in my, like sixth grade. I, my stepdad told me at 16 what boys were thinking. And I think I looked at him and thought, oh. you are my stepdad. Like, yeah. you just got on the turnip train. <laughs> this is not new news, friend. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I wasn't very nice oh, about yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I know your step-parent boundaries. Yes. Well, I was you're a, very good about thank, that. Thank you. Auntie yeah. Lori. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you eat sushi? Absolutely not. California rolls with no fish. Thank you very much. I really? lived in Japan. Oh, I'm going me? to eat sushi tonight at oh. Billy's Sushi. Oh, and it's Billy's. so good. You oh. like that place? I've heard oh, so many great it's things. It's amazing. Yeah. He's, it's the best sushi in town. My, one of my good buddies, his close friend is a cook there and he's like the celebrities the people oh, the yeah. ability to get in there really? it's just, Billy's it's, is always packed and yeah. if you want a celebrity watch it's a great A-Rod, place to do it, it. a rod is always there when he's in town for the timberwolves he threw out i think the first pitch on memorial day weekend yeah as the mongolian american okay. he's so happy to be american well good i'm glad i mean i know people love it yeah yeah okay i do not but i Ooh. love every other Thing around, I love the sake. You love gyoza. I love gyoza. I love Edamame. yakitori. Yeah, I like everything else okay. that they have. So All I'd right. be fine going there. Uh, goma spinach goma. Mm, have you had that? That's right. delicious. Okay, most wasabi <laughs> is just horseradish that's dyed green. Green is that really? right? Yeah, it's yeah. just a horseradish powder. Wow. Yeah. What does wasabi root look like? Is it like a ginger root? Is it a kind hard of. thing? Yeah. That yep. you have to grate and yep. zest? Yep. And it's not cheap. I would totally dye my horseradish green. It's how much green because you don't want to be Christmas green. Add more. Keep adding the horseradish. Yeah. There That's you go. Tip. Yeah. All right. 
Do you did you watch Sesame Street as a child? I'm too old for Sesame Street as a child. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Confessions. Did. You and Kurt are the same age, yeah, and he no, watched it. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, he's more sentimental Japan. than I am, and they didn't show Sesame Street in Japan. In probably. Japan. Okay, so Cookie Monster, you know who that yes, is? Yes, I do. And he always is like shown on the show eating cookies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cookie. Yeah, right, right. They're actually just painted rice cakes. They're not cookies at all. Yeah. Oh, that's how they break up so easily. Yes, right. Uh-huh. Cool. In the hand. Yeah. All right. Does um, anyone really like rice cakes? No. 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 But okay, I eat you I, eat them you to eat lose them? weight yeah. or with peanut butter yes. because they have the consistency and crunchiness of foam. Yeah. Yes. They do. They really yeah. do. Nobody <laughs> likes rice cakes. The only ones I ever kind of liked when Julie and I were trying to break our dot habit <laughs> was the ones that had like, um, they were sweet. There's like chocolate ones, right? They yeah. had a drizzle. They had yes. a drizzle on yes. them and yes. they were the Quaker oatmeal mm-hmm. and they, we would just... We just look at each other and we'd go, just pretend on a break, just pretend it's a handful <laughs> of dots. It's good. <laughs> oh, weird. Because we like both were like, we're like, we have dot stomachs. Like after we'd been on the air for like a couple of years, we were so nervously eating so many dots oh, that if that we were to look delicious. back at 2004, That's 2005, funny. we had dot stomachs. All right. <laughs> I don't even know, but here's what I do know. Okay. That too much nutmeg can make you high. Really? really? Yes. Wow. yes. Tell me the amount. No, I'm just it contains. Yeah. I don't even use my nutmeg unless I make French toast. Oh, fresh nutmeg can be really what a delight. You, what do you put it on? Uh, eggnog. Mm-hmm. Orange. Like a, if you're an making orange? like an orange Julius. Uh, any rum drinks or a pina coladas. Okay. Like a pina colada yeah. with a little well, fresh zhuzh, 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 oh. like you get in the Caribbean. Wow. Please, okay. friend. Mm-hmm. And then is, okay, so it's baking and drinking is what we use nutmeg yes. for. Okay. Yes, very much so. Okay. We're not sprinkling it on our chicken? No. <laughs> no. Nope, not really. Okay. Okay. This one is totally weird. Peppers. Okay. And I know you like peppers. I do. Red peppers, green peppers. They have more vitamin C than an orange. Why does Giselle hate him so much? I don't know. She hates nightshades. Tom Brady cannot eat a pepper Some or a strawberry. Some people can't eat nightshades because it produces inflammation. No, no, no. She hates him on principle. <laughs> no, she, she hates does. him on principle. Yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's the only food-related sports uh, thing you're going to get out of <laughs> I know. And those two, like, I really think she just hates him. Well, he's never around. I know. And I mean, then he retired to, like, spend more time with her and the kids, and he took one look at both of them, and he was like, ain't nobody got time for this. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest-growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Right, I <laughs> so know. So went back to it. I She's not it. happy either. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Okay. I'm just going to keep going. Okay. Cranberries bounce if they are fresh. Oh. And lemons float, but limes sink. Really? Who knew that? Not, yeah. not me. So you were making a drink. So with the cranberries, if they fresh, if I bounce it, is it like is it, it when they don't bounce? They're so they, hard. They're so hard. They're but so then, hard. But when they're bad, they won't bounce. Is that's that, correct. That's okay, right. so they'll get that's all soft. Correct. Okay. It's a way for you to tell. It's like it's like and, an avocado. And then. do people really like cranberries for real? I mean, maybe a dried one in a some well, salad. Well, when I was here with... You like them? You like them fresh? My dad does the cranberries at Christmas, really the good. real ones, not yeah. the canned yeah. ones, but yeah. she I grinds them up in the old grinder. I have a cranberry jalapeno salsa recipe really? that you'd really like. Uh, and I know people amazing. who love the canned cranberry, the stuff that looks Kurt like a jelly those. mold. Yeah. Yeah. I like them both. Kurt likes it all. Yeah, I've like never been able to get past the consistency part of it. <laughs> well, and your radio partner is taking cranberry every day to improve her memory. Oh. It's not working, but she's doing it. <laughs> she's doing it. Is that a thing? Is that for real? You told us, yeah. Oh, that's so funny, that Stephanie. Funny. She's taking it for her memory, and it's not working. All right, let's take what a look. What a slam. Yeah, well, that's all right. She's not here. She, yeah. can, she can get it back tomorrow that's when she's right. back next week. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday, June 2nd. We are... Delighted right now. We're being joined by Daniel Keith, who's the director, writer, and star of a new movie called Love and Killarney. Am I saying it right? Killarney? Killarney? Killarney. Killarney. For crying out loud. Who knew you needed a little phonetic pronunciation, Daniel? (laughs) But this movie looks so good, and it's opening here. It's going to be playing in Egan, Woodbury, and St. Michael's. And Daniel, we want to hear what the movie is about. We want you to introduce one of your stars. One of the things that we've been talking about on our show ever since we started watching The Offer on Paramount Plus is how in the hell has Hollywood ever put out any movies? I had no idea what an adventure, a journey, a feat it is to get a movie made in Hollywood. Yeah, it's been a (laughs) seven-year sort of... Saga for all of us because it started off as just a play reading back in 2015 uh, at Manhattan Theater Company there in Manhattan, and then it was going to be an off-Broadway play. And then one of the producers from Once said, "You know, you should really do an indie film." And so then we went to New Hampshire, uh, and it was a fictional town. It was originally an Irish play, and then we decided to Americanize it. Okay. So then we went up there expecting all this pushback from this tiny town because we're going to block all the streets. But they came out in force and really helped us make it. And it just continued to grow and grow and grow and grow. So it went from being this little play to a million-dollar comedy with the entire town helping us to winning 45 awards, 26 nominations. And now it's in Megaplex is battling Top Gun across the country. Yeah, and it has great and ratings. It, yeah, it's, it's done okay. I, you know, I, it's, it's one of those warm-hearted messages like the, the rom-coms back in the 90s, like... The Full Monty, Waking Ned Divine, uh-huh. Other Girls. It's it's more of that sort of warm upbeat comedy, but it's it is about. Well, I think I, a lot of my friends right now are having like an existential crisis post pandemic. You know, it's like what do we do with our lives now? And that's kind of where these people are at. Is they're in this small town, just you know, thinking that it's a dead town. They're all getting older. There's not much to life, and they're in this situation that they think is beyond their control. 
And I think it's very interesting that when you take away accountability, how people behave oh. and their, their true selves come out. And in my experience, it's usually not hatred and anger. It's usually acts of love and comedy. Mm-hmm. And I, sex. <laughs> and sex. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, Daniel, because um, I do recognize you, Kathy. Kathy <gasps> Searle. Hi. <laughs> We How we know you? we go, we're good, but we recognize both of you because of course we're googling, you know, you guys and the movie, and it just really does just look like a funny, sweet, sweet movie, and we're so glad that mm-hmm. we we get it here. <laughs> I know we are too. I mean, listen, I think Daniel knows this about me, but I got in the business because I wanted to do romantic comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who doesn't love love? And they're written for a reason. You know, I think we've become so jaded in our lives, but there are real love stories out there. And I, I feel like my character, Nessa, really believes in that, and which is very similar to me yeah as well and and daniel it's not a movie but right daniel how did you come up with i mean what was the inspiration for this story Uh, you know i've been asked that before and i don't remember i'm sure there was a lot of drugs and alcohol involved (laughs) Um, you know not that i encourage that sort of thing but it never hurt my album collection yeah um but it but it's a bit bizarre i think i was riffing with my dad one day on the phone because him and I grew up with this sort of Monty Python type humor and we're always just sort of ranting and going off. And I think I wanted to do something for my grandmother that was going to make her laugh about feeling young again and all this kind of stuff. And we were, I think it started off with the orgy scene gone wrong. Where <laughs> it, you know, when we, when we shot this, I, they were saying, there's no way anyone is going to agree to do this. And we put out an ad and like 36 seniors showed up in their underwear and some of them wanted to be nude. And we're going, no, this isn't that kind of movie. <laughs> and it was one of those scenes that I think we were ranting on that sort of developed into this whole, you know, this whole thing that's very, uh, you know, clue meets right. actually sort of thing. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. So seriously, this town was just key in getting the movie made because you were on a budget you know i mean you've been making it took you seven years to get this movie made yeah kathy could tell yeah and daniel doesn't (laughs) daniel doesn't give himself enough credit but really this film would have never happened i mean he's the writer the star the director yeah and i mean really the producer publicist right everything he has been a one-man operation, and it's we as the actors knew <laughs> <laughs> we felt so safe because we knew that this movie was coming from a place of love. So I think for all of us, we just knew, oh, this is something really special. And it's very rare when we, as actors, get to see all sides and facets of the filmmaking. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Daniel still has a full head of hair... <laughs> Is amazing. I mean, I would have been completely pulling out my hair and freaking out. Daniel, <laughs> you know, how this, is this going to happen? But yeah. this you know, went on got... for seven years. So, were you yeah. like, what were you acting in other things, or what were you doing while you were trying to get your movie made? Oh, we were all working. I mean, like okay. uh, we 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 filmed in 2017, but then when I started working with John Wilson from who's the editor of Downton Abbey and Billy Elliot, I was spending most of 2018 editing with him or 
or with the composer Randy Edelman, who did uh, Last of the Mohicans. And mm-hmm. Those guys were kind of working on their own time. Oh. But it took a long time. And so, meanwhile, all of us are doing theater and TV sure. and movies and, you know, and whatever. But, um, but I kept them involved from beginning to end. They've always been in the loop. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely been a, uh, a company project from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you think? Like when you found, did you find out, oh, yeah, you're going to be out in some movie theaters? Um, oh, man. It's, 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 it's unreal. We were supposed to do 10 art houses, call it quits, and go straight to video or right. raffle or something. And now we, we've been extended in almost every theater we've been in. And to be in Minneapolis, one market we've been wanting to come to, because yeah. all the films that we love killed it in the theater in Minneapolis. I don't yeah. know why. But apparently Minneapolis loves these types of movies. Mm-hmm. And so we've been wanting to come here for a while. And we actually had four theaters. It's White Bear, okay. uh, Woodbury, uh, St. Michael, and Egan. And Egan, um, okay. And everybody's just been so gung-ho behind it. But like to be going up against Top Gun and Downton Abbey and <laughs> right. Doctor Strange and actually holding our own in these giant megaplexes, it's it's bizarre yeah that's wonderful but you know the good news is people feel good about going back to movie theaters and movies like this movies like this really the word of mouth when you see a movie because it's so rare to you know get an in you know romance comedy you know something sweet and endearing you tell your friends and neighbors and co-workers oh my gosh you wouldn't believe this movie i saw because people are sick of being at home i I snuck into a couple movies just to kind of see how people reacted. Yeah. They wore the whole ball cap and the whole thing. And laughing at home in your living room is one thing. Yeah. But there's something about watching a comedy in a theater and having like a hundred people around you laughing. And even somebody in the oh, back, like you can hear them, hear them crying because yeah. they're laughing so hard. It just makes you and feel like, like man, seeing- this is why I did it. Yeah. And seeing couples holding hands and just like yeah. really embracing that, you know, the the world is a weird place right now and yes. we need a little bit more love and, you know, we certainly need laughter as well. So it's nice that we are doing as well as we are. It makes me Maybe and I'm sure everybody happy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Well, actually, no, Daniel, because we want people to see the movies. If I was naked, I don't think anybody would be showing up to that film. <laughs> well, the movie is called Love and Kilnary, and it again, it's playing in Egan, Woodbury, White Bear Lake, and St. Michael's. So it just, if you're looking for a movie that isn't Top Gun, we have one for you. And Daniel and, uh, and Kathy, thanks so much for talking to us today. No, thank, thank you for having us. We're, we're excited about the weekend. Yeah, we're excited for people to see Love and Culinary, and I can't wait to see it. It just sounds like this is the kind of movie we haven't been able to see in forever. Wacky libido gone crazy. Yes, we love wacky libidos gone crazy. That's our middle name. (laughs) She's not really kidding. Yeah. All right, Daniel. (laughs) Kathy, see you later. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. Okay, bye. Oh, it does. Yeah. So, okay. So here's the residents of a small remote town panic when the EPA announces mandatory changes to their chemical plant could cause a dramatic increase in their libido. The sheriff tries to maintain order and decency, <laughs> but mayhem ensues. Which, again, 
older people. So it sounds like Cocoon meets um, something. Or what's that name of that place in Florida (laughs) where all of the old people go. That was Cocoon. And they, no, not the movie, the real place. Oh, not the villages. Yes, where everybody has the STDs and really lets it loose. It's the largest population of STDs in the world. My parents are uh, members members of not the STD world, (laughs) but of uh, the villages. Yeah. Grant, you said you grew up on Mille Lacs the other day. Yeah, well, I didn't grow up. I had a cabin up uh, over right it was Shore Acres as you yeah. drive just before, sure. you know, right past the Holiday Happies, I think it was, mm-hmm. the Happies, the, the burger joint. Oh, my gosh. You yeah. know, you go right past there, and there's the Holiday Gas Station, mm-hmm. and we were Shore Acres right there. But, yeah. yeah, we had a place in Onamia. Oh, yeah. Onamia. Love it. Nice but, 80s. Yeah. I mean, yeah. wouldn't that have been so much better if COVID had been that, where everyone was going to get overly libidinous yes. from something? <laughs> I mean, that would have been such a happier, better story, I think. Yeah, because yeah, most of the STDs can be cured. Well, most, yes. Uh, I mean, yeah. there's a few herpes, that are for life. Herpes are for life. Yeah. You can manage the outbreaks. People do. Yeah, I know. I yeah. know. I mean, listen, I'm just, just wear, you know, wear the damn condom. Yeah. You know, that's, I, yeah. Apparently that's in the, the villages, if you have uh, flamingos. In it's your a yard, that's the swinger sign. sign. It's swinger. like the upside down pineapple. I well, believe is another the one. And Woodbury on is the blue light. The blue light in Woodbury. Yes, and oh that is God. a real thing. Lovely. Mm-hmm. So when you go to the movie and you get all raunchy and randy afterwards, drive through Woodbury look and look for, for the, the blue, blue light. light. And if you end up at Julia's house, tell her we said hi. Yeah, you're <laughs> I'm just teasing. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh. Your favorite thing, Stephanie, but I'm giving you the oh. I'm giving you such an easy one to start with. It's Hollywood Royal speak because okay. it is it is you know the, the Brits are having the Jubilee. There's a, they're having a four day banking holiday. I feel like the Jubilees the should Jubilee. be a nickname for my breasts or something. Well, that would be Jiggly, <laughs> but mine are the Jubilees because the they don't jiggle because they're implants, right? So they're. Jubilee. The Jubilee. <laughs> and, and they make people feel good. Jubilee. Jubilee. Well. Okay, here's uh, a spokesperson for Prince Andrew released a statement this morning. I'm just going to start out Hollywood speaking by saying who? Yeah, Prince. <laughs> After undertaking a routine test, the Duke has tested positive for COVID and with regret will no longer be attending the Jubilee. Who had to make that up? I know. He, he had that? to have COVID. He's so toxic. Well. I mean, that's pretty much. It's BS. Of course. And it's Charles making sure that Andrew cannot work his way into one yes. single picture. Because Harry and Meghan were spotted. They weren't out on the balconies because they're not working royals. And, um, but they were spotted inside. They don't want Andrew even around. Yeah, no. And so this, this is a spokesperson from Buckingham Palace saying that Prince Andrew had COVID like any, oh, could be true. It's so made up. It's so made up. It's just so made up. Poor Eugenie and Beatrice. Well, Eugenie. It, Beatrice has moved out of whichever girl lived in Frogmore. It was um, Eugenie, I think. I'll I'll look. Okay, they had to moved. move out because Harry and Meghan. No, are... her husband, the investment banker, got a job in Spain. They okay. moved to Spain. All right. Well, yeah. they had to move to Spain too, just so she get could... away from her yes, dad. Yes, but yes. yeah, can you believe they had to? You know. Um, 
I mean, they must really think the Brits are as thick as two planks. Why even put out that story? Why even make an official statement? I don't know, because he you can kind of just make him disappear. But the way you would do that but, but, is, you're right, though, if... Because he doesn't just disappear. He shows up and he still gets his little creepy tentacles around. He's trying to get in pictures. So this is the only way maybe uh, Charles can control him. That's funny. Well, we'll keep... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Your name in the news and we'll issue a statement. And I, Prince Andrew is so thick that he actually thinks that, oh, the people will believe this, yeah. that I have COVID. That's why I'm not there. It was Eugenie so he, that was living in the house. And Eugenie, do you know? Eugenie. Okay, Eugenie. I'm just giving you all the pronunciation that I do know is correct. I do plenty. Her name is Eugenie. No, it's Eugenie. Okay, fine. It is Princess Eugenie. Eugenie. Uh, had to vacate Frogmore and move, but did you know that Harry and Meghan re-upped a 12-month lease on the property? Yes, and I think that's lovely because they are That means they're going to be coming back more because now that the dust-up has died down. That's correct. Because they're, I mean, uh, they're kind of irrelevant here. Well, it it doesn't matter. They're happy here. This is what matters to them. They are happy here. I know that Meghan's happiness is paramount well no so is harry's he listen okay we were talking about the jubilee the queen elizabeth was raised as the spare she had a childhood of just dreams and wonder it was so much fun okay yes harry is the spare yes he's never going to be king so he Felt maybe the death of his mom in a harder way. He was only 12. Remember this? Yes. Every day is Groundhog Day in the monarchy. Did you see Kristen Stewart played Princess Diana? Yes. I mean, Diana, boy, Loved. did we get a view of the that was a great movie. and the sameness and the dullness and all of the fussy, fussy, horrible rules. But then why would they renew the lease for 12 because months? Because they want they want to be able to come back there whenever they want. If Harry comes back, he okay. might, you know, it's a place for him to stay. And nobody really wants to stay in Buckingham Palace. You know, they all stay out at Windsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if the Queen has met the Lilibet queen, yet. I, I don't think the Queen can get around in Buckingham Palace. I think she needs a wheelchair. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. And Buckingham Palace does not strike me as it's handicapped or disability accessible. accessible. Yeah, probably not. So anyway, yeah, the royal fans, we are skeptical of that. Now, there's the, no way he has COVID. Now, now there's a story that... Uh, that um, Harry and Prince William have no plans to hang out during the Jubilee, but this is not coming from it anybody is not a credible other source. than the yeah. made-up 
headline of and the, you know why that story is planted yeah because they are going to do something together there is going to be a picture of them together and mm-hmm. they're going to be like oh they've repaired well, their relationship you know what though repairs a relationship when siblings are fighting and i can say this as somebody who's had fights with sisters and been involved children make men's yeah and they have to be so excited because little Archie is like three yep. and the other one's one. And so Lewis is four. four. And he just stole the show at the Jubilee yep. today. And, you know, Charlotte and Charlotte's going to love to carry around little carry little around. bit. And they will bond, rebond over their children and it will make their rift be, it can be put in perspective. I think you could be right about that. I, I think so too, because Harry has to forgive William for meddling and William has to forgive Harry for not being the one with all the responsibilities. Like, yeah. the, you know, those are the two grudges I perceive them holding over each other. Who we, yeah, I don't know. You're probably right. I hope that's true. I hope, okay, here's it. Like, Netflix era of expensive vanity projects is over. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's expensive vanity projects are over. We're trying to buy gas and food. (laughs) You're right. Well said. Very good. Very good. What was the expensive vanity projects? Well, I mean, they gave, they gave out. Apple Plus is not cut theirs yet, by the way. Yeah, but they just gave out. So here's 300 million. Here's 180 million. Oh, yeah. The Shonda Rhimes and who else? Well, the Royals. You had Meghan and Harry. You've got the the one documentary. Yep, Mm -hmm. the Obamas. They had that whole, like, animated thing that they were going to do. There was a game section that they were working on. Boy, don't you wish you could have been on the front end of that? Yeah, they gave $200 million to, you know, uh, the. Uh, Ryan Gosling, the Gray Man oh, series, yeah. which has been delayed, and this and that. I mean, they really spent money like drunken sailors. Yep. And then the, over at Netflix, after and, the what was it, the Korean show that I was drawing Squid a blank Game. after Squid Games, the membership dropped again, mm-hmm. and now they're going to start like commercials tracking our yeah. And if they, I'm not paying for commercials. Well, they're no. going to have a lower tier. So you can pay less and have commercials because yeah, well, they, well, they raise their price like 15 Stephanie, bucks. Seriously, I'm in what business model mind do you go from $7.99 a month to $19.99 a month and not expect people to just cancel in droves? Okay? I know. That's I know. What, and I'm going to cancel business, too. It makes me mad. That was a business decision that I, I, Julie and I were absolutely shocked that you would take like that's such a that big of a, a jump that's such a noticeable jump that they should that, sell their cd inventory <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they still send them out to my mother-in-law oh my gosh all right we'll be back everybody